there's a whole industry in neuroscience that studies the different types of things and chemical reactions that go on in our brain. And one of the things we actually end every day at our facility with gratitudes. And the reason we do that is because it actually will fire off a, a number of the neurotransmitters that are actually healing in and of themselves. So things like serotonin and dopamine, those are things that make us feel good that the brain releases the chemicals. And so when you're going through a gratitude piece of that, it actually elevates those, those particular chemicals in the brain and it actually makes you feel better. And it's a practice. It's something you need to do over time. It's, you're not going to get it after one time, but when you start doing that, you will start to see the positives in the world and not the negatives. We all know there's negatives and it's easy to get um, very caught up in what we don't have or the bad things that are happening in the world and, and things along those lines. But what we don't do enough is recognize that, yeah, bad things are going to happen in life, but so are these amazing things. And if you don't stop and think about the things you're grateful for and express that gratitude, you're going to miss out on a big part of what life has to offer you. And again, even with the chemical reaction in the brain, that piece of it, when you're releasing those neurotransmitters, it actually feels good to the body. This episode has been brought to you by yours truly. Support this podcast by purchasing the How to Experience Abundance Through Gratitude course and you'll be going from lack to abundance in 7 weeks with easy and fun exercises. Plus the commitment is less than 10 minutes per day. It's only 50 bucks and you can get it on georgianbenta.com abundance or just visit the link in the description. Once you get it, you have 30 days to change your mind. Welcome to the Gratitude Podcast on www.georgeandbenta.com, where you'll hear a new story each week that will inspire more gratitude in your own life. Our mission is to inspire 100,000 people to discover how to feel gratitude and live a happy life through the amazing life stories of our successful guests and their actionable tips. And now, the host of our podcast, George and Benta. Hi, Gratitude Seeker. Welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. Today with us, we have someone that has been going through a powerful experience that uh, has to do with gratitude. And during a a dark day, she found things to be grateful for, and that shifted her life trajectory. And um, I think that's very interesting, and I'm really curious to to look into uh, this story and to find out more. She is the CEO of uh, Healing Springs Ranch. Um, she does some amazing work there in addiction treatment. And um, I love how she and uh, the co-founder are doing the things there. Like they, they are, are also focusing on finding purpose and meaning and, of course, on gratitude. So welcome, Rachel Graham to the Gratitude Podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, my pleasure. So let us know a little bit more about you and also about the work that you're doing, which I think is, is just amazing. Oh, sure. Thank you. I, um, I actually uh, have a treatment facility in Texas, so I'm here in the U.S., Uh, It's a residential treatment facility and we treat all addictions and you really um, called out one of the really unique things about our facility 
is that um, traditionally in treatment facilities, you treat the kind of the behavior and you find ways to teach people coping mechanisms and skills to navigate around the things that trigger them and cause them to use their addiction of choice. And so one of the things that we really focused on is that's really not the issue. Addiction's not the problem. It's actually a solution. It's a solution to pain. And you've got to get to the underlying trauma and deal with that in order to increase an individual's ability to be uh, sober and live a happy life. We also, to your point that you mentioned there, actually wrapped around a class that helps people find meaning and purpose to their lives. Because I'm a firm believer that there is reasons why things happen. Sometimes we don't understand them, but we need to embrace those things that happen. They're teaching opportunities and be grateful for those things that happen because there's absolute beauty in the ugly things that happen in life. And most people don't understand that. So that's one of the things we focus on in teaching our clients how to see the beauty and the difficult things that have happened to them and how to use that in their calling and finding meaning purpose for their life when they move forward and graduate from our program. Exactly. And I think you're actually a living example of that. Like I, I know from your TEDx um, speech that you actually had some experiences um, with a family member and you, you know how it is and it's not just uh, seeing things from the outside but actually uh, having gone through this kind of experience and feeling real compassion for for the people that are there right yes i am you're right in the tedx speech i did i'm i talk about a family member that i had to help and put in to treatment facilities a couple different facilities and as a result i saw some of the very egregious things that were happening and it, 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 I was shocked, honestly, because you don't really plan to need a treatment facility until you're in a desperate situation. And so you trust you know, the, the recommendations of, of the people that are, are around you and you go with that. So one of the things I learned in that is that not all treatment facilities are the same. And as my loved one was going through treatment, it became very apparent to me that there was a deficiency in that area. And so after some really, really difficult things happened um, there, I, I came home. I had gone to visit my loved one at the treatment facility, and, and I really had a horrible week that week. Uh, I had to put my dog down, which was you know, a, mm -hmm. my baby, my first baby. I um, had gone to visit my loved one in treatment, and that was just not a – it was a very difficult experience, to say the least – and I was coming home, um, and in the midst of all of this, this whole treatment thing really caused us a severe financial problems for my family. So I'm coming home, kind of trying to figure out what I'm going to do. I was leaving a very, um, it was a high paying job. I had made the decision to leave before all this stuff happened. So I'm winding down my career there. I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to subsidize my family, and I'm trying to figure out um, you know, what to do with my loved one when he needs to go to the next place. And then in the midst, like I said, I put my dog down. Well, I'm on my way home and I get a call from the, the lady that was watching my kids. And she said to me, how far away are you from the house? And I said, I'm like five minutes. And she said, well, your house is flooding. And I said, what? Yeah. Yeah, so it turns out um, we had some kind of water problem, a pipe problem, plumbing problem, and it ended 
up flooding my entire house. So I walk into my house, water's pouring out the front door and I sit there and, and I'm at a, a pressure point where I can't take anymore. And I told her, I said, I need you to take the kids and I need you to take them somewhere else because I'm about to lose it. And she did. And so I lost it because I'd been so strong through all of this and had really shown no emotion, which is, is not always the healthiest thing. Mm -hmm. And this was the first time I was actually feeling um, everything that was happening around me and including this, this recent situation with the, the, the plumbing issue. And so I fell to my knees in about two inches of water that was just pouring through my house. And I started screaming at God. I didn't know anything else to do to get the pain out of what I was feeling. And I was screaming, um, not so nice words, I'll be honest with you. And I felt, I'm on my knees, screaming at God, crying in hysterics. And I felt what felt like a hand on the back of my neck. Like when you pick up a dog by the, a puppy by the back of its neck. Mm -hmm. I felt that someone picked me up. And I felt, I didn't hear the words. I felt the words, you're going to be okay. I'm trying to show you something. And at that moment, I shifted my mindset. And, and I answered actually aloud. I said to, to God, I believe it was a God moment. I said, well, you've got my attention with some, some bad words mixed in there. <laughs> uh, so I, I actually had that moment with God and I realized that one, that, that one second that everything I had been doing, I'd been an entrepreneur in healthcare industry, built businesses, sold businesses, uh, turned around businesses. Everything I had learned was going to be used in some way. And I had to have this experience that I was going through to be able to marry the two, if that makes sense. Yeah. And that's when I realized um, there's something bigger going on here. I need to surrender. I need to be grateful. And I need to stop fighting it and let it guide me where I'm supposed to go. And in that moment, I also found compassion and forgiveness for my loved one. It was a profound few minutes for me, and it shifted my entire trajectory of my life. And I'm forever grateful for the very dark things that have happened because I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing today had those things not happened, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And uh, if we take a, uh, a greater perspective on things like from, from above, uh, neither would the people that you're helping right now, they wouldn't get the kind of treatment that they are getting if that wouldn't have happened. And I think that's that's one amazing thing that, that our listeners can also think about, like when, when they are going through things of this nature, that it might all make sense at, at one point. It, it it does. It comes together. And in, in my situation, I was so upset at the treatment and what had happened at the treatment facility, I got to a crossroads where, you know, I'd had this moment, this spiritual moment. I knew there was something going on, but I didn't know exactly what it was. And bad things were happening at the treatment facility. And I had a choice. I could either go after that treatment facility and here in the U.S. sue that treatment facility for the damaging things that they had done or I could take what money I had left and go be a force for good, a force for change. You hear that expression, be the change you want to see in the world. And so I decided after sitting with that, it didn't make sense to go after them legally. I mean, what was going to happen? They give me my money back. I win my money back. 
<laughs> no, I decided to take and make it a bigger causal movement for me and my family. And so I embarked on what is now Healing Springs Ranch. And then through my speaking site, Evolve and Transform, I've been on the road traveling around the globe all over up until this pandemic, um, traveling, speaking about compulsive behaviors, teaching what addiction is and what it's not, how to remove the shame and stigma around addiction. And I've spoken on almost every continent uh, to business leaders and political leaders. And I will tell you that when you add a component of gratitude to anything that's going on, it shifts the way that your brain processes things. And it helps uh, people understand and have more compassion for other people. It's a profound thing to watch when it's happening with someone. So that's what I've made it my, my personal causal mission to not only help my clients at Healing Springs, but to help their families understand that they need to be grateful for the things that have happened. Um, there's lots of beauty in those things. You've got to find it. But it's a, it's a part of my client's stories. And that's a story that they're going to write in the future. So that's something I speak about all over the globe. Um, and I share the power of gratitude in that when you are grateful, it rewires the synapses of your brain. And it, that in and of itself can have healing properties. It can have forgiveness properties. It can give you more happiness and joy in your life when you sit back and think about the things that you're grateful for and not the things that you don't have, if that makes sense. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. And I think it's, it's something really interesting and I would love to, to go more in, into depth about this. Um, what, how do you think th this works? Like how, uh, how do you think gratitude can help heal like the, the healing properties of gratitude? So, you know, there's a whole industry in neuroscience that studies the different types of things and chemical reactions that go on in our brain. And one of the things we actually end every day at our facility with gratitudes. And the reason we do that is because it actually will fire off a, a number of the neurotransmitters that are actually healing in and of themselves. So things like serotonin and dopamine, those are things that make us feel good that the brain releases the chemicals. And so when you're going through gratitude piece of that, it actually elevates those, those particular chemicals in the brain and it actually makes you feel better. And it's a practice. It's something you need to do over time. It's, you're not going to get it after one time, but when you start doing that, you will start to see the positives in the world and not the negatives. We all know there's negatives and it's easy to get um, very caught up in what we don't have or the bad things that are happening in the world and, and things along those lines. But what we don't do enough is recognize that, yeah, bad things are going to happen in life, but so are these amazing things. And if you don't stop and think about the things you're grateful for and express that gratitude, you're going to miss out on a big part of what life has to offer you. And again, even with the chemical reaction in the brain, that piece of it, when you're releasing those neurotransmitters, it actually feels good to the body. So that's why gratitude is such a big part of healing within anyone that's struggling, whether it's mental health issues, addiction, even physical health, is being grateful for the things that you can do and the things that you do have and the, the people that you do have around you and the opportunities that have been presented to you and not focusing on what you didn't get. That's that's just our philosophy and it's our thought. And I'll tell you, it, it works. You see it in our clients. It works. Yeah. 
I, I totally believe it. And I'm also curious, where do you see, um, like we all, ha- we all have negative feelings and especially people that are going through addictions of different kinds. Um, they, they use that addiction from, from the things that I know because uh, they have some kind of negative feelings that they don't know how to deal with. Like, where do you see gratitude? Like, after um, expressing those feelings, um, trying to, to heal with gratitude, or where do you see this uh, uh, fit in the puzzle? So, so here's, I'll give you a real life example. Um, we had a client who I know very well, and this client came to us and was a severe heroin addict. Uh, was very, very frail, thin, very sick. Um, we couldn't even get an IV in this person. Um, they, they had blown their veins out. And it was horrific to look at this person. And he went through the process. He understood that there was something that was causing him to use. He couldn't figure out what the pain was. And as we got deeper and deeper into his trauma, it turns out that he, as a young boy, a little boy, was sexually molested. Mm-hmm. And he had no idea that that particular situation is what was ultimately fueling the drug use. And so he lived with the shame and stigma of having been molested as a little kid. And as you know, it's not your fault. If that happens to a child, it is not their fault. And he was carrying the burden of that with him. And the only way he knew to lighten that load that he was carrying, the emotional load, was to use heroin. The heroin made it go away, if only just for a few minutes. Well, what happens with heroin is you end up needing more and more and more. It's a highly addictive drug. And so this young man uh, went on to levels of use that he should have been statistically dead. And so when we sat down and looked at that and we understood where his trauma came from, we were able to help him heal. And as he got stronger and stronger in his recovery, he then realized, wait a minute, I have a voice and I have the ability to help others. You know, and, and a lot of people don't know, I don't know what the statistics are in Europe, but the statistics here suggest that one in six young men have been sexually molested at some point, And that's just what's reported. I kind of mentioned that in my TEDx. And in his case, he realized I have a voice and I can help other people if I'm willing to talk about it and talking about it has healing properties. So he actually learned to be grateful for some of the things that had happened to him because it gave him the voice and the power to be able to help others. So that's the shift that happens when you look at, yeah, this bad thing happened to him when he's little, then he medicated with heroin to, to drown it out. But then he learned to be very grateful because now he has a powerful message and he can connect with individuals because he gets it, you know, individuals that are struggling yeah. like he was. Yeah, I, I love this example, and uh, I'm I'm very grateful that you that you've mentioned it because it's one of the best ways we can actually um, learn and understand something like through stories and through actual examples from from other people. So I I think one one um, one particular point that um, I found in, in what you just said is the fact that basically. Through gratitude, he was able to find his purpose. And while, when he was able to 
appreciate um, what he went through and to find those things that would be would be good from that experience he managed to shift that and go into um, purpose and from then on I think this is a this is a fuel for life basically it is he's in long-term recovery now he's done amazing he's married he has a child he is contributing to society in a big way he's an inspiration to many young men uh it it is i mean i get goosebumps just telling you about it because i'm so (laughs) proud of him uh and 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 to think that you know when i first met him i looked at him and i thought oh my god he should be dead you know and now look at what he's doing so that's what i tell people you can be you can go through the worst thing in your life you could have near-death experience you could make some bad choices and end up in bad places but that's that doesn't mean you can't turn it around and the essential ingredient to turning your life around is to be grateful for the things that happen, good and bad, and figuring out what is this teaching you? What is the opportunity this presents for you? And then go seize that opportunity yourself. It's not going to fall on your lap. You have to go get it. But you have to recognize what it is. And, and when you do that, it transforms the way you think. I can't even explain it. I know you do such a phenomenal job sharing the, the power of gratitude. And I don't know how better to tell someone that when you are grateful for the things around you and you express that you have a natural high that you live on. And it's an amazing experience to see life through beautiful lenses instead of really dark, gloomy lenses. That's so true. That's so true. And I love the fact that you actually anticipated the... Um one of my questions because I was wondering how uh, we can do this like how how can we take an experience that was bad that was traumatic or that actually maybe led to to an addiction of some sort and use gratitude to heal and you you, you mentioned some questions maybe if you if you want you can uh, you can add to that I think it would be something really interesting for for our listeners Yeah, you know, one of the things that I encourage your listeners to look into, the Karpman Drama Triangle. The Drama Triangle is really about three dysfunctional roles we can all play, perpetrator, victim, and the rescuer, okay? So you think about the perpetrator is someone that wags their finger in someone's face and tells them they're no good, is really demanding, can be cruel, can be narcissistic, all those types of things. The victim is the person that feels like they are powerless They can't control anything that's happening in their life. They're the people that say, woe is me. All bad things happen to me. There's a dark cloud that follows me. That's the the victim where they feel like they can't um, have any power over what's happening. Then you have the rescuer who swoops in and tries to save the victim from the perpetrator. So in in the world of addiction, that can be the codependent person. That person um, actually gets their own self-worth by being needed by someone else. So all of those are very, very dysfunctional roles. And then David Emerald took it to the next level and he wrote a book called The Empowerment Dynamic and it says TED, T-E-D, has nothing to do with TED Talks. It's an acronym for The Empowerment Dynamic by David Emerald. That book takes the dysfunctional drama triangle and parlays it with what's a healthy triangle look like. So a rescuer should be a coach. The difference between me rescuing, like if I were going to rescue you, I would jump in and do the work for you. 
versus me coaching you on how to do it so you can do it from that point forward, if that makes sense. Oh, I love that, yeah. Yeah, then the, the perpetrator becomes a challenger. So instead of, of, of actually attacking someone's character, you actually work with them and challenge their ability to do something. So it's not about the person, it's about their capability, and especially if you know they have the capability to do something better. And then the, the victim goes to creator, and here's where that big shift in gratitude happens. When you're in a victim mode, that's the woe is me, all bad things happen, and you know this is horrible, my life, blah, 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 blah. When you are in that state, if you simply ask yourself this one question, you can shift from victim to creator. If you say, what are you supposed to be learning from this? And what are you supposed to do with this? Kind of those two pieces. And once you force yourself to answer that, you start moving into a creator role, which then forces the, the thought process around gratitude. It's a, it's a profound model if you look at it, but it's Cartman drama triangle and David Emerald's empowerment dynamic. Look at those two in conjunction with each other. And you, when you shift from victim to creator, it's almost like it unleashes a whole different capability within you. Wow. I love this. I, I knew about uh, the triangle, but um, like this perspective is, is very unique and uh, new for me. And I, I think it's, it works um, in the same way in many areas of our life. Like when we are able to shift to uh, transmute to another level to um, to shift this it's within our power to do that and I think this is one of the great things that uh, that gratitude can help us with, with actually taking our power back from the exterior from um, from things that seem to be happening to us we are actually uh, feeling like we we are creators and that we are able to um, have beautiful experiences and uh, see those beautiful experiences that we already have in our life. So, yeah, I think this is this is brilliant. I I will definitely check the book out because I think it's there's something very profound there and very helpful for for all of us. Yeah, thank you for mentioning it. You're welcome. It's, it is a shift. And you, you said exactly what it is. When you're a victim, you're powerless. When you shift a creator, you become powerful. And one of the things that, you know, in, in my story, the story I told you earlier, one of the things for me, the most, I guess, gratifying moment that I had in my own personal story, I have a lot of grateful moments watching the clients heal, but in my personal story, was the day that we opened up our facility and we, you know, we've been working and, and creating curriculum and really taking this industry to a whole different level. We're the only facility internationally, I believe, that's doing all of these pieces and really treating the whole per person and helping them not only look at their past and where they are, but what am I going to do in my future? How am I going to write a new chapter that's amazing and is leveraging my skills, my talents, my capabilities, because I believe we all have a purpose on this planet. And so that's what we're trying to do is unlock that within them. But my most gratifying day in kind of my own personal story was after we'd been open a couple of years when, you know, I mentioned to you the treatment facility that did some very egregious things um, in, in the treatment of my loved one and our family. When we were hosting a, a program 
where we were teaching, we actually share our methodology with our competitors. We teach them what we do because we believe we all should be doing high quality work. And so we actually invite our competitors in and actually go through different modalities and methodologies and teachings of what we use in our program. And when I looked out and the very clinicians, they didn't remember me. Okay. They did not remember me. And the very clinicians that had been part of the team that had caused great harm to my family, in my opinion, were sitting there in the audience and were learning and they were taking away things. They came up and expressed their gratitude for having the ability to come to class. And I looked at my co-founder and she knew, she knew how I felt. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know? Uh, And in my mind, I, I was saying to myself, we won, you know? We won. We actually were able to influence mm-hmm. it, not through punitive measures, you know, by teaching yeah. people. So that was a huge yeah. moment for me. Huge. That That's amazing. Like it's, I can only imagine how, how it felt for you. And, um, and I think it's, it's a great, um, it's a great story for all of us. Like when, when we're going through something instead of, um, I don't know, trying to fight it in a way that's destructive for for us and for others we can create something better and give inspiration to those people and i, I think that's wow <laughs> it's it's something that we uh, we can all think about in our life like where where can we do this because i think we we can all find uh, a part of our life where where we can do this and become an inspiration for for the people that might have disappointed us one way or another i love Mm -hmm. it yep and you know the thing that i do today when i start having a negative moment we all have them is if you counterbalance that negative thought with three positives Mm -hmm. you can get yourself out of that funk you know, that place that, you know, when you're frustrated about something, you say, okay, yeah, this thing's not working for me today. However, these three things just went amazingly well. And then it starts to shift and your whole day can change. If you just take the moment to counterbalance that, your whole day can change. So true and so simple and so powerful at the same time. It's it's usually these simple things that are, are so powerful, but we just forget to do them. It it's uh, very interesting. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. But gra- gratitude has such an incredible healing power, both mentally and physically. Um, it's such an essential ingredient in in what we do in the treatment facility, um, and it's something that um, it, it, people really, really underestimate how much you have the power within your own mind to change the outcome or to change the way you view the outcome. Uh, People really underestimate that and they underestimate uh, the ability to find meaning and purpose in those dark moments, that there's something, there's some kind of gem inside of there, some kind of diamond inside of that, that you're supposed to find. And so sit with it, explore it, allow your mind to kind of wander through it Um, and I'm not suggesting not deal with the emotions around what's happening. I'm saying underneath that, there's something amazing that you're supposed to be learning from that. And you're supposed to use it in the next chapter that you write of your life. Wow. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. 
And uh, since we're nearing the end of our time together, I am very grateful for uh, for all of the amazing things that you've shared. Like, and also for waiting for me a little bit because I I had to do something in in the beginning. I I really appreciate that. Um, let us know a little bit about the people in your life that you're grateful for. I I'm very curious also if you want to share why you're grateful for them. Oh yeah, absolutely. First of all, I'm grateful that you invited me to the show. So I want to say thank you. I love what you're doing and I love that you're getting this up at the forefront because a lot of people don't understand gratitude. They think that means you have to be happy about something. Um, you know, gratitude is really about appreciating and, and seeing that you have something amazing um, in your world. And, and so for me, I have a lot of family and friends. I have two kids that I'm very grateful for. They are amazingly, um, they're amazing and resilient and um, smart and supportive. And they've been through a lot too. Uh, so I am, I have the utmost respect for my two children, Evan and Emma is their name. Um, I have a wonderful life partner, um, who's been incredibly supportive of what I do. I have incredible business partners and friends and extended family. I have a sister, brother-in-law, nephews. I'm grateful for them and my parents. Um, you know, I just, I feel when I look back at my life and someone said this to me the other day, he stopped me in a meeting and he said, have you ever thought about your life? And I said, what do you mean? And he said, if you look back at your life, you've had an amazing life. And I started thinking about it. Amazing in what way, you know, you might ask, you know, my life has, has been full of peaks and valleys and crazy and normal and um, highs and lows and in all every different area. And when I look back, it is absolutely amazing. I wouldn't change if I could go back and rewrite any part of my life. I wouldn't change any of it. Not one thing, even the bad things. And I, um, it's, it's, it's been really a profound journey. So I'm very grateful for the support that I have and the people around me um, and the friends. I have beautiful friendships and a beautiful family. And so, um, you know, not, not everybody has that. So grateful for that. I'm also grateful for my dogs. They bring me great joy. They sit in my office when I'm working um, and keep me company sometimes. But um, I'm, I'm especially grateful that we're having this moment to be able to share this information and to share your mission and cause. And I'm grateful that I could at least contribute in a small part to what you're trying to do. Thank you so much. Like I, I could really feel it. And I'm sure that our listeners um, felt it as well. Your gratitude for all of the amazing things that you, you're appreciating in our life, in your life, and uh, that we can that are things that are similar to what we can appreciate in our lives as well. So thank you so much for your inspiration and um, let our audience know how they can uh, get in touch with you, um, more about uh, what you can do for them. Yeah. Um, Healing Springs Ranch. So that's our um, website and we are a 28 bed adult residential treatment facility in texas in north texas it's out on a 
uh, kind of horse country area on a ranch. How typical is that of Texas, right? <laughs> uh, and then Evolve and Transform is my speaker site. And I've got a YouTube channel with some of the teachings that I use, not only in the facility, but I use them in leadership development. Most people don't realize that a lot about that you can use in leadership development can be adapted to recovery because at, if you think about it, when we're developing as leaders and we're in recovery, we've made a choice to be a better version of ourselves. And so these tools help us grow and be a better version of ourselves. So I teach to executive teams and, and whatnot. So I've, I have a very um, amazing career. Grateful for that too. Um, <laughs> And, you know, that's how you can find me if you're interested in, in learning more. Thank you so, so much for, for being here with us, for being so present and so generous with um, all of the, the beautiful gifts that you've been given. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. This episode has been brought to you by yours truly. Support this podcast by purchasing the How to Experience Abundance Through Gratitude course and you'll be going from lack to abundance in 7 weeks with easy and fun exercises. Plus the commitment is less than 10 minutes per day. It's only 50 bucks and you can get it on georgianbenta.com abundance or just visit the link in the description.